0: Head to my website, simonmundy.com, or Amazon, Waterstone, Smith's, places like that, to get your copy. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Welcome to this bite-sized episode in which I take one lesson from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Dave Allred is one of the most in-demand coaches in elite sport. He's helped major winners in golf, elite athletes galore, and was famously Johnny Wilkinson's guru and mentor during his World Cup winning heyday. Now, in this bite-sized episode... Dave talks about the power of language and how to use it to positively impact people and even get them to change. Now, the advice he gives may sound simple, but its effects can be truly profound.
1: If you want to change anything in anybody, you have to start with what they're doing right that suddenly is, well, hang on a minute, I'm here to change things. I said, yeah, I know. But you need to, what's going right, and identify that. Because then the person suddenly takes note. If you say, right, they perform under pressure, what I need you to do, we need to sort your posture out, We need, let's say, goal kicking. We need to get your approach better so that you're, you know, you're going to the front of the ball. We need to get your foot strike better. And then the guy's going to be thinking, Jesus, what am I? You know, aren't I doing anything right? And straight away, they're down. Now it's a massive mountain. Okay. Whereas if you actually say, you know, your rhythm into the ball is outstanding. Oh, is it? I didn't 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 realize that, and and I love the way that your approach with your chest is awesome. So the formula is say what you're doing right, and then just ask them to do a couple of things differently. And the key word is different, not better, but different. Mm. Now I'm feeling pretty. You know, there was a guy. I think it was. Um, Blanchard, who wrote a book, The One Minute Manager. Yeah. And, and, and it, it was so simple, it was frightening, but it was so simple that nobody took any notice of it. And the first page is, if you want to change anything in anybody, catch them doing something right. Yeah. And we don't. We just go straight on to, right, you need to do this, you need to fit, this needs to be better, you know, and as soon as I hear better or worse, I'm going, oh no, oh no, because better means better than I am now, so therefore I must be worse. If we're not very high self-esteem, we're going to interpret it the worst. Gosh, I need to get better at this, 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 this. Well, bloody hell, I'm, yeah. I'm in a bit of a state here. But if, well, actually, I'm doing a lot of things really well. And all I have to do is to do this, this and this. Now, they might be incredibly difficult, those changes. I'm not saying they're easy, but I'm in a better place to take them on because I'm just doing something different. Mm. I'm not having to improve because I'm not very good. I'm actually having to do something different. And there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing really well. Now, whatever you're doing, aren't you in such a better place than that? And I found myself going way, way, way back when I was teaching um, maths and English, you know, I, I, and particularly with some of the girls and, and, and some of the um, uh, uh, overseas girls that came in uh, and, and their English was not great at all. And their written English was, you know, really, really way below par. I'd actually find myself, gosh, you've got really nice handwriting. And the difference, they almost changed the way they sat in the chair because nobody had said they were doing anything wrong. It would be covered in red ink. And what I found was I said to them, okay, look, okay, there's a couple of things we need to to have a little bit differently. What I'm going to do, I'm just going to underline where I think you can change it. So I haven't used the word mistake yet. You know, there's nothing worse than a kid who does his best or her best and it comes back covered in red ink. Do you know what? I have to say, Dave, I think this is an absolutely
0: crucial point. And just to sort of summarise again, so always start with what someone's doing right, and then move on to do differently. And this can be applied to your relationship, to your colleagues. And something that propped in my head is parenting, because let's say a, a parent has the best of intentions, love their child or whatever, but perhaps they're not just not an effusive type of person. And as a result, they're not, picking up on the things that people have done well and they're just, look, I'm trying to correct yes, a- and set them on the right stage. And that com- comes over into perhaps not over-the-top criticism, but subtle and re- repetitive criticism. That then will chip away at that child's self-esteem and will leave them, I guess, with an internal dialogue similar. And their self-esteem could be really hit by something just because of a lack of awareness and a lack of this approach that you're talking about in that parent.
1: Yeah, I, I, 100%. 100%. And it's really interesting. Um, I do some lecturing um, with parents at a particular school, which is a very, very sporty school in Australia. And I try and say to the parents, I said, you know, you, you, you go and pick your, your son or daughter, in, in, uh, you know, after, after team practice. And often, you know, of course you're keen and of course you're interested. But sometimes we get get the wrong questions because if I say to them, okay, so how to practice to go and, you know, adolescent kids. Well, yeah, all right. okay, And then it's, are you in the team on Saturday? No. Hmm. And then it's, oh, well, not to worry and blah, blah, blah. The kid knows he's failed. That's how, the way he thinks about it. Okay, but if, however, you say, okay, um, did you enjoy practice today? Oh, uh, what did you learn? You know, did the coach say anything to you? And you ignore the outcome. In other words, we're just looking at the processes, and eventually the kid will start opening up. And he said, well, what did you? What did the coach say to you? So I need to practice my. Uh, Left foot volleying. Really? OK, well, why don't we have a little go of that in the garden? And then he practices left foot volleying and parent says, Do you know what? I'm so impressed with you for the last five days in a row. You've gone out and you've done exactly 20 minutes practicing your left foot volleying. I'm so impressed with the way you've organized yourself and your discipline. And the kids gonna feel. Oh, it's almost the fact that I'm not in the team has nearly disappeared. Mm. And they go, oh, oh yeah. And this is the key thing. I think sport is an incredible metaphor for life. I'll tell you Yeah. And if you start commending attitude and application and discipline and time management from a very young age, God, I'm so impressed with you every day you've gone out you've done exactly 20 minutes then you've come back and done your homework that i am i am i'm just impressed i wish i could have done that when i was your age yeah now those processes will will be there for life
0: yeah they get internalized
1: exactly and he can do anything mm. or she can do anything and we tend to miss that we go straight to the outcome you in the team no yeah. oh well not to worry well what not to worry really means I'm actually disappointed in you, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah. And that's the way that even kids... if they're not,
0: because it might just be a lack of skillful use of language, but it'll be interpreted that Absolutely. way. Absolutely.
1: And, and language, you know, uh, you know uh, honestly, language is the most powerful drug known to mankind. And it is the most misused drug because we take everything for granted. And we don't understand the impact it has with other people.
0: Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode. And please do sign up for my newsletter at simonmundy.com.